What's up, beautiful people? What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Music Maniacs podcast with Side After Dark, your new favorite band. Or actually, we've been your favorite band if you're on the Patreon. That's so true. Thanks for thanks for having us be your favorite band. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're doing a interesting topic. Mm-hmm. I think interesting is a good word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to switch uh, some things up on the Patreon, do some different kinds of Patreon podcasts. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you want to let the people know what we're doing? Why don't you let them know? We are doing athletes who are also musicians. Yeah, so this is going to be really fun because <laughs> for some reason, and we'll get into this, athletes just love to want to be musicians or try to be musicians. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think it's funny, but we're going to get into it. We got a lot of good examples. And away we go. <laughs> All right, so this, this is fun. So who do you want to start with? It's like there's so many people that have tried to do this, so many athletes. Oh, my gosh. So many is true. Do you want to go from, like, oldest to newest or do you want to do like most sensational i have i had no idea how to start it either yeah um, well let's let's go with oldest let's let's go with oldest and then see how it goes okay okay who do you think who do you want to start with oldest because i don't even know i didn't think about it from like a chronological standpoint i just started writing names okay all right so i'm looking at uh mike reed from the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, uh, the, uh, he's an older player. I don't know who he is. I just know from the team that he's a Cincinnati Bengal. Honestly, and- I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Was this was this uh, back in the day where they were like smoking cigarettes on the bench and shit? I would say yes. I would say that Mike is definitely one of those guys. And um, but he he won. I I wanted to put him in because he won a grammy award for best country song for Wait, writing is he, is he the white dude yeah he's white i i, I saw a picture of him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i remember this now yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was country yeah and it's called uh stranger in my house so nobody that's why that. I, I, listen <laughs> nobody wants that <laughs> nobody wants that <laughs> no thank you so i mean i just decided to mention him because i'm going to mention the people where it's just like it's like really uncanny and it's just like really wild it's like okay so this song of the year this country song of the year was written by cincinnati bengal as if he's not busy enough okay you know what I, I, mean? I think this will be a good uh contrast though because i just went with like the most famous people Okay, okay, okay. Not necessarily like the biggest song or like people that have actually made like a splash in music. Yeah, I think so he's probably the most. Yeah, and he might be the least famous. You know, yeah. I have other people too, but um, I, I was would say, say. Who the fuck is that guy? I have no idea who he is. He was just some big, burly dude, probably from Nebraska. <laughs> probably. He's a lot of corn. <laughs> you know what I mean? He definitely, oh, played a, he definitely played on the line, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Defensive line? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, like, played at all. <laughs> like, oh, no, I meant he was up front. He was in the trenches. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be in the trenches to play country music. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. You can't be a fucking, no, pretty boy quarterback. Hell no. Singing country songs. <laughs> Imagine Tom Brady singing a country song. Oh, man, what you I trying to say about serious. Tom Brady? I say, go Bucks. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, but, all right. Well, I'm like I said, I'm just going with the most sensational. So if we're talking about football, let's just do it. Let's just go yeah. with fucking prime time Deion <laughs> Sanders. The guy Oh like, yeah. The guy is 
He's an absolute legend. Let's let's just start with why he's a legend first. Not yes. talking about music. <laughs> yes. And then we'll get it. So he's a fucking legend. He's the only person ever to win a Super Bowl and a World Series. Right? Not only that, he's the only person to ever hit. This is the craziest stat. A home run in the MLB and a touchdown in the same week. <laughs> who do, who can do that? That's Wait, he works hard. He works hard and he went Prime to Florida time. State. He went to Florida State University. Exactly. He's from Fort Myers. Shout out I to mean, the Gulf Coast. Fuck the other coast. Shout out. There's... <laughs> There to me, there was nobody like Prime Time. Okay, I was a huge fan, and what was great about him, and even to this day, it's like he's snarky, he's uh, flashy, yeah. you know. But there's this beautiful humility about him that makes you still love him. That's what's great about him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very down to earth for considering what he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, what like, he represents. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He could easily just be that guy that just, just doesn't want to tell you. He's like, I'm the shit. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. Because he yes. is the shit. I mean, he knows that. He, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, the guy's just crazy good. And now he's, he a coach, really is. And now he's the head coach of a, of a college football team. I know, which is crazy. I mean, you know... You know, I mean, and, and this, he like, for, for Deion Sanders, if anybody was going to be, like, super conceited, I mean, his kids are literally named Dion and Deandra. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> he could easily be the worst person on earth, but he is, like, one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen in our lifetime. And not necessarily the greatest musicians, but I just watched the video for Must Be The Money again today for the first time since I was, like, 10 or something <laughs> and it was hilarious okay he dances in it check it out everybody <laughs> the thing that's most hilarious to me about that is it doesn't even really sound like he's trying that hard <laughs> right? like, like it doesn't it doesn't even seem like he's really into it like i don't know something about the tone of his voice is just like yeah i'll do this i'm prime time you know what i mean like he's not like I don't like yeah. when, even when you compare it to the other people on the list. Like it seemed even like he cared about it even less. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, because I mean, I mean, probably in his spirit, he's probably like, I don't really have to try. This is gonna. This is probably gonna go platinum. He's probably thinking in his head, like yeah, probably would. I don't know if it did though. I I mean I don't no fuck it. I'll say it. it's Patreon. I, I hope would, not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that shit. Could you imagine? You're like a you, you've dedicated your whole life to music. You're like a really good musician, and you can't sell a fucking record. <laughs> and then Prime Time gets like number one spot, and he gets like five Grammys for that fucking song. Like, but but no, I want to talk about. We were talking about this a little earlier. I want to talk about why these worlds kind of cross over so much. Like the yeah. world of the professional athlete, the world of the professional musician, and why so many athletes want to be musicians or at least try mm -hmm. to be musicians. Because it's kind of like it is a similar thing in a way, being a pro athlete and being a pro state a pro musician. Because there's only certain kinds of acts that can fill stadiums. Yeah, that's you know true. What I mean? Yeah, like yeah, if you're yeah, filling yeah. a stadium, you're playing a sport, you're a musician. You maybe you're a comedian if you're like the top comedian in the fucking world, mm -hmm, or like mm -hmm. some kind of fucking politician. Like yeah. people don't fill stadiums for a lot of things. People won't come out for a lot of things. 
Right. But as an athlete, like not only are you obviously playing a game, but you're also an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And Dion knew that better than anyone. <laughs> right? Sure. I mean, he clearly was, was knew that he was bringing not only crazy athleticism, but also entertainment value to anyone that's watching him play or listening to him talk. Exactly. Imagine the first time he gets the mic in his hand when they interview him after a game and he's talking and talking. And after they're done, he's like, man, I could have held that mic a little bit longer. Like, how do I get around really this? I like, I like how this feels. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think that I think that it's probably why, because if you're if you're and then obviously it's all big business at this point, it's all entertainment. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're somebody like Dion, who people are coming out to see and yeah. is super popular. You might be like, hey, like, I bet I could bring some of this popularity into something else. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? So why not try to make some more money selling some records? Even, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to know shit about music. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All you got to do is speak the language of green. Okay. And so honestly, like, it makes sense. Like, logically, it makes sense why somebody like Dion would be like, hey, let me try my hand on this. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get it. I really yeah. totally do get it. Me too. Because even, like, think of the amount of people, obviously, we're talking about Dion's a fucking all-time athlete and entertainer, period. Think about the Mm -hmm. number of people that are on that level of any kind of entertainment. It's not a lot. It's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I clearly, people want to see me. Like, let me see what (laughs) I can do. Like, I totally get it. And I would, if I was him, I would have tried the same thing. Like, why the fuck not? Like, what do you have to lose? Yeah, yeah, I'm fans that really like you no i'm just kidding i'm not watching dion play ball no more with that album out no one's gonna say that <laughs> that's just like somebody that's actually a fan is not gonna care they're if anything they would be like wow i can't believe he really did that and then just watch the game on sunday exactly exactly <laughs> like and just never listen to the album again <laughs> man those are good times that uh song so uh shout out to dion know- yeah, shout out to Deion Sanders, shout out to Primetime, and shout out to Florida. You guys yeah. kept us like really entertained, you know? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he started Primetime at Florida State. Or did he not? Probably. I don't remember. I, I feel like he was doing that before he was even pro. Yeah, I think he was. Because he was a huge deal down there from what I know. Like, And it was a big thing when he got signed, right? Like, yeah. He was a huge deal there when I was there. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like 20 years after he went pro, there's like... Yeah, like his numbers retired, like all that shit. And I think, oh, wow. oh, shout out to the, I think it was the 88 Seminoles. They'd made a rap video and he was in it. Really? That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can find the link. I think there's a link. Because I remember it, at Florida State, it's like a legendary kind of thing. Because it's the football mm-hmm. team and it's like football is fucking Jesus down there. Like the this football stadium <laughs> in Florida State is 80,000 people. Like it's bigger than, Whoa. It's it's gigantic. It's bigger than anything else. So it's like yeah. anything FSU football is like a big fucking deal. And like that video was legendary. So I'm going to see if I can get a clip of it. But it was it was when Dion was there. Okay. I so didn't know he was in a video like that. Foreshadowing. Yeah. But they had to have taken some inspiration from the Bears from three years before who in 1985 did the Super Bowl shuffle because they won. Right, and it was like a big, huge deal. They had everybody in the video. It was like Refrigerator Perry, everybody who was in the Bears at that time. Um, Mike Ditka was the coach at that time. So, and it was totally eighties. 
exactly. You can imagine how huge the whole big thing was. The videos got them shuffling actually side to side and all of that. The proceeds of that song went to Chicago's most neediest families. I feel like I have to say that. The family of Terry Taft. Exactly. Um, oh, that was kind of sad. Yeah, I just closed. I was like, oh, it hit me. Sorry. I didn't mean to go there. But, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you, what would you do after you won the Super Bowl? I make a hit. <laughs> Tell everybody, just in case you didn't see me, I got this on uh, audio. Yeah, and it's so play funny. by play. <laughs> it's funny thinking about that now. It's like that must have been like kind of like um like one of the earliest like viral videos. Yeah, it had to be. And you know, that rap shit was, was on a- MTV. Yeah, and rap was like a huge sensation. We're talking like 1985, so it's like the country was just starting to get down with the rap wave. You know what I'm saying? So it must have been something cool <laughs> to see. Yeah, and then I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and then if you're the Super Bowl champions and you're fucking rap, it almost brings more. It just brings more eyes to rap, too. I didn't yeah. even think about it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Shout out to the Bears. Really hilarious. Everybody had their own verse. I want to know who was the ghostwriter or if they wrote their own words. Seems I like they Dick did. I think Dick wrote everything. <laughs> he seems like that kind of guy. You know, he's a poet. <laughs> Behind the rough exterior, you know? Hilarious. That's just the vibe that I get from him. I don't know if it's just, it's just me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um... Who do you Ooh, got? Should we stay with football? Do we have more football players? Um, I may have more football players, but I'm just going down my list. I don't. I'm. I'm all over the sports. I'll yeah, stop. me too. Okay. Um, okay. Let's go with. Um, we were talking about. Well, no. I'll. I'll. I'll I want to talk about Chris Jericho. Okay. Because <laughs> he is the lead singer of a metal band. I well, I mean, he's got the look, right? <laughs> He's got the look, and this is what I was saying this before. Like I w- we were talking about this right before we went on. I can't believe that there aren't more pro wrestlers on this list because it's I, okay. I don't. You know how YouTube randomly will send you down like rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. I recently got sent down a rabbit hole, like last week, mm-hmm. of like clips, like highlights of WWE stuff, mm-hmm. and it's but not like the actual like fights like the the mic stuff like okay. stone cold steve austin on the mic that's good shit it's great that's what i'm saying it's crazy the way that they control the crowd was wild like him and the rock back in the day they're just that like, was they huge huge and it's like you're talking about arenas and you're talking about one dude in the middle of the arena with a microphone with everybody's eyes on them you know what i mean like that yeah. is a skill like that is like i was looking at stone cold i was looking at the rock and i'm like these guys could be front men of any fucking band <laughs> right and they yeah. would have the whole arena just like locked into them mm-hmm. so it only makes sense that like somebody that is in that which is clearly the most entertainment form of sports yeah i mean it's literally world wrestling entertainment my um my stepbrother used to call it he's like you girls have your soap operas he's like we got wrestling it's so true though it's a testosterone soap opera that's what that's literally what wwe it's the most jacked up steroid testosterone fucking soap opera and so it only makes sense that somebody that does that that can have that kind of crowd control and the the stage presence and the mic presence would want to do something like be the front man of a band that's true was jericho doing this while he was really big time or did he do this kind of after he started simmering no, I think he, he had been in that band since, like, the mid-2000s. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, I mean, because I was going to say, maybe Vince can't get his hand on the record music. 
portion of this. So he's like, no. Vince is like, hey, hey, hey. We're <laughs> Apparently, I don't know this for sure. Apparently, Jericho was like fucking Vince's favorite guy. Oh, so that's why he was allowed. <laughs> I'm not saying, look, all I'm saying is that what I heard is that fucking Vince loved Jericho so much that he didn't even care that he used to wrestle with the other companies. Wow. Which he loved Jericho and not Triple H, his son-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's cooler? Let's be honest, okay? It's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Triple H. Don't fucking tear me in half. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so Jericho is the singer of a band called Fozzy. Whoa. <laughs> the bear? No. <laughs> and it's so funny because he even made, like, the gimmick of him in the band, like, kind of like a wrestling shtick. Okay. Where he had, like, a stage name in the band. I don't remember what it was right now. Um, but he was saying that, like, he would not acknowledge Chris Jericho <laughs> while he was on stage as the singer. <laughs> so people would go be like, oh, shit, are you Chris Jericho? He's like, I never heard of him. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny. Hell yeah. And I have to say, the band goes pretty hard. Really? Yeah, yeah. like, if you didn't know, like, if you just listened to this band, like, yeah, you'd be like, this is a pretty good metal band. You wouldn't. If you hear it and you're like, oh, the singer is a wrestler, you might think of it in a certain kind of way. Yeah. But if somebody just gives you like, oh, listen to this metal band, you wouldn't think twice about it being a, a metal band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said something like that because that's how I felt about like, let's say like Shaq and um, Kobe. We're going to bring them up, of course. And Chris Webber. When they started rapping, it was like, I didn't care if it was good. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> play ball please because it's so different you know what i'm saying like i'm not saying rappers aren't serious you know what i'm saying but when you're an athlete you know there's so much that goes so much physicality you know you can't you can't really drink and smoke that much you got to be in bed on time and stuff Yo, like that's that. a ed reed or mike reed Fuck, mike ed reed, reed is oh. a newer football player shit yeah. I it up. oh you knew what i meant i know what you mean and yeah. then it's like you're gonna say you're a rapper bitches and hoes and money and parties I don't believe it. I mean, what no. else makes a rapper? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm not going to believe you, Chris Webber. Right? I, yeah. Okay, well, let's just go to Shaq then. Let's just transition to Shaq. Yeah. Because him doing that makes so much sense to me. Because his personality is just as big as his fucking body is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, you were talking, it is obviously um, athletes and, you know, playing game it is very serious but Shaq has always been such a fucking goofy guy that it doesn't surprise me that he tried to do some shit like that you know what I yeah. mean yeah yeah I mean how many albums did Shaq put out like four four yeah one of them is certified platinum though yeah I was gonna say he sold hundreds of thousands of copies of his <laughs> shit like and <laughs> and he had Biggie on a song yeah, I mean, it was the 90s. Who don't love Shaq? If I were Big, I would get on an album, too. A Shaq album? Come on. You know, and I Big mean, he even, he even mentioned Shaq in some of his songs. That's true. That's true. I don't... Yeah, yeah. I would definitely get on if I was Big. Definitely. Because, like, even back then with Big, um, it was hard to tell if your rap career was going to last 10 to 15 years at that yeah. stage in the game. Three, four, five years would have still made you a king in New York or a king of rap, and you would have been right. fine with it. So something like the NBA is legendary. People are always going to remember Shaquille O'Neal 30, 40, 50 years from now. So yeah. if I were big, I would definitely do it too. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a good amount of money involved. 
And that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and back then the circles were smaller, even though it was wet East Coast and West Coast and stuff like that. It's like the rappers probably hung out with the athletes. Like they probably went to the same clubs when the Lakers were in town. They probably went to the same spot, you know, and all of that too. Yeah. Well, I think I think Shaq was on the Magic when he started doing that. On the Orlando, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, I guess it's still. Yeah, yeah. Coast, He's but... just recently a um a Laker. That's true. Not recently, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think he went to the Lakers in like '99. Yeah. Something like that. Like the first year that Kobe was drafted. Well, I don't want to get into a whole basketball history podcast, but that's and the then other they podcast. Won three championships <laughs> in a row. Check out okay. our sports podcast on Sports Maniacs with Side <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, it, it makes sense that Shaq would do that because he's such a huge personality. Yeah. And he clearly has fun doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah. That, again, if you, and again, it's the same thing with Dion. Like, he was already a star. And, yep. like, you, everybody knew who Shaq was. Mm-hmm. He had fucking sneakers. He had, I mean, I don't know if he had that yet. He has soda. He is, he's on every commercial now. Like, he's clearly a personality. Yeah, he had movies so, back then, like, you know. Uh, Shazam, Kazam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a fucking awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's true. Like he was such a marketable guy. Yeah. That it's like, why wouldn't I also try my hand at this? <laughs> and he wasn't terrible. No, 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 no. He wasn't the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. They've definitely been worse. There's a, there's a list going around. <laughs> there's definitely people out now that are actually like rappers. Yes. That are like their whole career as a rapper that are worse than Shaq was as a side project. Isn't that crazy? But it's true. It's absolutely true, especially with the style of rap that's out now and how, you know, not much is needed from you to make a rap hit, you know? And poor Shaq, he's like sweating bullets trying to write lyrics. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and also, another thing to think about is if you're Shaq and you're making a rap album, you're going to get the best producers in the fucking world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Not only because you have the, the money and the, um, the access to do that, but on their side, it's like you were saying with Big, the producer's like, fuck yeah, I want to make a song with Shaq. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If Shaq called me today, hey, I want you to play a guitar solo on a song, I'd be like, don't even pay me. Just, <laughs> I'm there. Like, can I be in the video? Absolutely. Oh, speaking of videos, this made me laugh. Um, in the videos for those songs, you know, Shaq would be like on a stage, like rapping in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you even need a stage? <laughs> Like, you not on a stage is taller than most people on a stage. Right. Right, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he didn't have to be on a stage to just be towering above everybody with a microphone. <laughs> you just needed, like, a fence. <laughs> and it was so funny because the, the other, like, the, the, the people that were featuring on the songs, like, the producers and stuff would be, like, rapping with him. And they would, he would be, like, <laughs> they would literally be, like, to hear on him. <laughs> that's hilarious. And there were, there were some good beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of good beats, so we're shouting out to Shaq and the Orlando. Florida seems to be winning here because we got some more Florida um, MCs coming up. But I will. Yeah, be, fuck Orlando though. Oh man, <laughs> but I I want to carry Bring on. Bring the magic to Tampa. <laughs> Tampa needs an NBA team. It's bullshit. <laughs> Which you will call it. Carrying on from what you're saying about producing, let's talk about Chris Webber. Okay. Because he's put it. out music, which I personally, like I'm saying, I didn't, I didn't want to hear it. Like, and I I don't think it was good. It was okay. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Nas thinks. 
because Chris Webber produced two tracks on two different Nas albums. Uh, Hip Hop is Dead. Mm. And then also his Greatest Hits album. Chris Webber produced two tracks on that, but he also has his own music. Right, but no vocals. No vocals on Nas. No only features. vocals on no features, only on his. And I was just like, I don't know. I was quite disappointed because as a young lady, I used to find Chris Weber very handsome. And there's almost nothing you can do wrong when I find you very handsome. Except come out with a rap album when That's I feel like good. you shouldn't. <laughs> well, this is actually interesting because Chris Weber, like like obviously, you know I'm a big basketball guy. Yeah. And Chris Weber is like He's not like a all-time legend, right? So I'm curious. Like, was he like a star, just like in general back in the day? Like, I don't really know him as that. I always know him as like kind of like after he was his peak. He was really great at what he did, and I just feel like he was just part of that school, that new school of rush of of athletes that came in that just yeah. looked a little bit hip hop. They were they were proud to listen to rap they hung out with different rappers they hung out with different um artists and the 90s was like a golden age for rap i think for rap for sports for especially yeah. for basketball you know some may argue especially people from the 70s and 80s they may argue but for me the 90s was huge for basketball so yeah, rap yeah. basketball in the movies um a lot of that had something to do because you had a lot Shout of out to um, Ray Allen. yeah right my guy yeah you had my so many player. There were so many urban things that were really bubbling and hot at the same time. So I think everybody from that school knew each other and interwove themselves with each other. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah, he wasn't a huge legend and um, it wasn't like, you know, something like, oh, Jordan made an album and it's just like, how come I didn't know about that? Like, you know? Could you imagine <laughs> I'd buy it. if Jordan made an album? <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I just feel like Jordan could sing a slow song for some reason. I, don't know I was going to say it wouldn't be rap. No, nah, I couldn't be rap. There's no way he would do that. <laughs> he, Jordan but he would sings, sing some, some R&B. Yeah, some R&B. Maybe a Frank Sinatra song or something like that. You're from New York, Jordan. Sing, uh, sing New York, New York. <laughs> oh, that would be unreal. I wish he would do that. I wish he would do that now. Yeah, he's got the voice for it. He doesn't even have to, you know, really sweat the keys. He's already got a low voice. <laughs> Every album comes with a pair of shoes. <laughs> so the album Imagine. is $400 then. The album is $1,000. <laughs> but you One thing get about, the newest Jordans. Yeah. One thing about Mike, he's going to get his cut, okay? <laughs> Nothing's for free. Oh, I almost forgot to say, you know, Shaq DJs too. Yeah, I heard about that. And as he well. actually does like he literally plays shows as a DJ to this day. Really? I didn't know that. Like I got an alert when I was looking up for this. I was listening to Shaq's music and you know on Spotify it'll say like concert dates. Yeah. He's playing in Atlanta in like 2 days. I'm going. Or on the 18th, so in like 2 weeks. I'll but yeah, there. he's pl he's literally like Shaquille O'Neal DJing at this party. I'm like, what the fuck? How <laughs> do you even it. fit in the party, dude? You're so fucking big. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but um, shout out to um, I feel like if we're talking about like rap and NBA, I got to shout out Allen Iverson. Oh yeah. I feel like he really like personified that whole cross crossover mixture. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I mean the braids for one, right? And all the different styles, like the tattoos. He he so was. He he was part. He was definitely a poster boy for that. Yeah, and they say like to this day, like like before. 
Allen Iverson, like players didn't have like as many tattoos and they didn't, you know, do certain things. But now like that's everyone does that in the NBA. Like it's no big fucking deal. And it's like when you look back at the history of it, it's like Allen Iverson was probably as far as like the style of the NBA. It's probably one of, if not the most influential people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hate this word, but definitely iconic, you know. I mean, he you is. Know? And Especially I like in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's like, you know, when some athletes are just so great. And then you you do use something, some talent that they have or something that they were born with, and you just see why it just kind of like pulls everything together. Just the fact that his initials are AI, even as a child, was like, whoa. Like, yeah, I was yeah. mind blown from the beginning. <laughs> I remember um, when I was a kid, we would play like NBA like video games before I even like really watched basketball at all. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but I fucking like him. Because <laughs> not only was everyone just like, oh, you, oh, it's AI. I'm like, that's cool. But then also he was like a, like a tiny guy. Yeah. He was only he's not even maybe six feet tall. Right. And he right. was running circles around everybody in the league. Absolutely. Which is just dope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. But shout I don't out know. to Philly. <laughs> shout out to Philly. Shout out to Iverson. Um, but yeah, apparently I don't remember who said this. Some some athlete said like all the all NBA players want to be rappers and all rappers want to be NBA players. Wow, that makes sense then. And I don't remember who said that. I really wish I did, but I'm like, I kind of see it. And Spike I think Lee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think that has to do with the whole entertainment aspect of it, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Because both of those, like, if you're a rapper, like, I mean, let's say you're Lil Wayne. You're never going to be able to play fucking basketball. That's true. You know what I mean? But That's you can, true. like, love it and maybe, yeah. like, try to get into, like, an all-star celebrity game or some shit because you want to know what that feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Master P can explain that to us a little bit more, right? Wasn't he a baller turned rapper? Check out our next uh, podcast where we interview Master P. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think that's really interesting how like those those worlds are really you know connected. Oh in yeah. That way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think so too. So should we keep going with NBA players? There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to talk about when it comes. Should we switch it up and then go back to NBA players? Like, yeah, we can switch it up and go back. Let's go. To, you want to go to boxers? Yes, please. Let's go to boxers. <laughs> I don't know what it is about boxers, but they got some smooth voices. Yeah, they do. None of the boxers are trying to rap. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, I know a boxer that tried to rap. Well, He's I'm thinking Florida. about. I'm thinking about two in particular, like a real big time boxers. But who are you gonna say? I was gonna say Roy Jones Jr. Oh, yeah. And his song is literally, Y'all Must Have Forgot. Dan, he you must have forgot. I must have forgot. And he's, <laughs> he's from Pensacola. Yes, he is from Pensacola. He put Pensacola on the map in my mind because I was like, what place is that? Like, I had never. I, I know. I'm sure. It's. I'm sure. But I had never. I think because he showed when I was little, I remember there was a story on him. I think he showed like how he grew up and everything. Yeah. But I had never been able. I never knew that was a place until I knew of Rob <laughs> Jones Jr. <laughs> I mean, it's basically Alabama. It's. It's like right next to like Muscle Shoal. It's like at the very end of Florida. Okay. So it's like at the, the furthest you could possibly be from like Miami, Key West, like Florida culture. Oh, wow. It's you like they I mean? wanted to say Peninsula, but they didn't. Yeah. That's why, well, fun fact, I'm from Pinellas County and they call it that because it's a peninsula on a peninsula. <laughs> so shout out. Shout out to the 727, okay? Um <laughs> Yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. I don't know why I thought he was a fucking MMA fighter. Did he fight MMA ever? 
Um, did they put him in one? And no, I mean, last time I looked at Roy Jones Jr. was when he actually lost that fight, and I was so disappointed, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know if they put him in an MMA after. He's, I might be thinking of someone else that's a junior, like. Probably, probably. But I don't know why. I don't see that as far-fetched. Roy, listen to Dan. You need to get into some things, okay? And, that's where uh, the eyes are. That's where the money is. <laughs> and uh, he had uh, he had some solo albums, and he also rapped with the group. I have no idea who this is. His Body Head Bangers. That was the group. Yeah, look them up body yourselves. Body Head Bangers. Yeah, they got bodies, they got heads, and they got bangers. Exactly. What else do you need? <laughs> um, yeah. So my bad. I forgot about that. But what I was talking about the, I'm talking about the biggest two. These are two of the biggest boxers ever. Mm-hmm. And they both wanted to sing, which is just—it's just funny because you wouldn't think of it like boxing. It's such a, like a—it's such a. What's the word I'm looking for? It's just such an aggressive thing. Yeah. You wouldn't expect them to be like, "I want to sing a love song now." Right, right. I would not expect that. Um, culturally, I would expect it um, more from Manny Pacquiao, who's one of the boxers we're talking about. Yeah. Because. All the Filipinos I know love karaoke style. They love like to get together and like sing and do sing along. Yeah. Like they love that shit. So um, I'm not surprised that Manny would want to say, you know, I got to make an album out here. <laughs> yeah, and he did it. Manny Pacquiao, the f- fucking like eight time world champion, whatever. His resume, his boxing resume is crazy. Yeah, he won definitely. in like seven different weight classes. Yeah. And he put out some music and he was singing those songs and he does not have a bad voice. He doesn't at all. He will sing a song with a band-aid on his head because that's what he does. Okay. And he doesn't care. <laughs> he does not care what you think. <laughs> yeah, no, I was literally listening to, to him uh, on the train on the way back uh, to here. And it's funny because you can still, you can tell that it's him because maybe it's just me because I used to watch boxing all the time and I used to listen to his interviews. Yeah. But when I hear him singing, I'm like, oh, that really is clearly Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just yeah. the tone of his voice. I'm like, yeah, that's for sure him. Like, but then oh, the other cool. one that we're talking about, of course, is the golden, the golden child. Absolutely. <laughs> Mr. De La Hoya, Mr. Oscar De La Hoya. Uh-huh. Now, he also had a pretty good voice, I think. Yeah. But it made me laugh because the songs were so clearly not written by him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so so clearly he just got like some pop writer to like write the songs for him. Yeah. And it's just the corniest fucking pop music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this. Is, it's funny, like, because like I said, he can sing pretty well. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like he's tone deaf, but I just could not bring myself to listen to the whole thing. It's just so yeah. corny. Yeah, I mean, it, it just fits him because he's just so pretty. Like, I never, in you know, my whole life, I've never seen this guy really fucked up or bruised. Nobody heals like that man as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, so I could see him, you know, in the studio being like, You'll just make me look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the songs you write. I want to sing a love song. <laughs> but he's actually been Grammy nominated. Which is so wild. <laughs> I mean, good for him. He's gotten nominated for more Grammys than I have. Right. <laughs> But just goes to show, I mean, Millie Vanilli got the Grammy Oscar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. Are you saying that De La Hoya is not really singing his songs? That's right. I'm singing those songs. <laughs> it was Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> it was Floyd. <laughs> Fun fact, you know what they used to call Floyd, uh, Pretty Boy Floyd? Why? Because he never got hit, so his face never got fucked up. Oh. Because he was so good on the defense. Yeah. And you talking one. about De La Hoya just reminded me of that. Yeah. But um, De La Hoya got beat by that guy. 
pretty bad. He did. But we don't have to get, he, I don't think Floyd made music, right? No, I never he saw, just I didn't hung see around a lot of music. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're confusing him with 50 Cent. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 50 Cent knows how to read. <laughs> Yo, their, their beef was so funny. Oh my God, just get married, the two of you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Every now and then I'll just watch them talk shit to each other. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. It's so funny. But we don't have to get into all that because we're not talking about 50. We're not talking about Floyd because he didn't actually make music. Right. So a <laughs> um, quick honorable mention to uh, Mike Tyson for for his amazing uh, cameo in The Hangover singing a Phil Collins song. Yeah. <laughs> so that counts just for this podcast. I that counts. Yeah, we that's that sounds like um, Brooklyn nepotism to me, but I'll take it because that's the kind of stuff you do. Shout out to Mike. If you get the mo- one of the most legendary fighters to do any kind of musical thing, you got to shout him out. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Muhammad Ali did like a spoken word album. Yes. Yeah. So we got to shout that out. I didn't get a chance to listen to it. I don't. Me neither. You, yeah. No, I didn't. I wonder what he said on this spoken word album. I would definitely like to. I'm sure it was deep. It. He was a deep mm-hmm. guy. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was. He's not just gonna make an album to say some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I would. Especially him knowing that. that people listen to him. Exactly, and this is why they gave him the Parkinson's. But listen, that's another podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the getting the shippy out of you and getting your head. When you watch the Foreman fight, it's crazy that he sure. stayed up. I yeah. mean, we, we don't. I could. I could talk about boxing all day, but. Well, we're definitely going to segue a little bit for seconds and stuff. This is, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's sports. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's entertaining. So you have to mention something. I mean, when you talk, when you watch that fight, like Foreman was, he was known for hitting hard as fuck. Like that yeah. was his whole thing. Like he had the one punch knockout power. Yeah. And you know, the whole rope-a-dope thing, like his whole strategy is I'm just going to like let him wear himself out. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea for a fight, <laughs> but for your overall health, I don't know if that's... Like, yeah, I'm just going to let this giant man just hit me until he gets tired. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not the Whatever. Yeah. Run around. Uh, Run around more. What happened to the dancing? Exactly. Float like a butterfly. That's right. You know Shuffle what I mean? Those, those boots around. Yeah, but he's the greatest. We all know that he's the greatest. Absolutely. You know, that, uh, that Muhammad Ali... Is I did a book report on him once. Did in, you? In high school, yeah. When I was yeah. boxing. That's awesome. I was like, let me tell you all why Muhammad Ali is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what else do we have here? Um, oh, you want? Oh, let's talk about uh, tennis. Let's talk about tennis. Yeah, we can come back to NBA. That's right. Okay, we, go for we it. We got our boy Johnny Mack. John McEnroe. <laughs> and, uh, wow, you talk about 80s wildness wildness and i mean this guy like the stuff he used to do on the court but he's got a band anyway so he had to get that rage out somehow right you break a racket you break an axe you break a guitar it's all the same thing in his mind yeah then it's like once you retire from tennis like (laughs) what what are you gonna do exactly you go to jail if you break your wife yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was gonna say you don't just want to beat your wife like (laughs) what you want to do is you want to join a band with your wife Exactly. And you want to learn how to play guitar. And you want to learn it from two of the best guitars ears have ever heard. And this is uh, Eddie Van Halen and Eric Clapton, who taught John McEnroe how to play guitar. Who is that second guy? (laughs) 
I don't know who that is, but Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> that's wild. Isn't it crazy? That's just again that well that this is this actually now it's funny that we're talking about this because this keeps recurring. It's like once you get to a certain level of entertainment, at like at any level, mm-hmm. you're gonna know other people. Yeah. At that level. Yeah. And if you're Johnny Mac, the most entertaining fucking tennis player. Mm-hmm. you're probably going to end up crossing paths with the most entertaining guitarist at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that definitely. is crazy, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, whoa. Now I want to hear John play. Yeah, we got to fuck. We got to look up his band. Because his wife was, um, she was in a band that, like, had, like, hits. Like, was a legit band. It was, like, yeah. um, Savage or something. I don't know. Fucking, her name is Patty Smith, but spelled differently. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to give me a joke just now. No, I, was... I swear to God. Because... Okay. <laughs> no, because I'll, I'll tell you why. Because I was looking up when I saw um, John McEnroe was on this. He was like, yeah, he's in a band with his wife, Patty Smith. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's no way I didn't know that. There's right, no right. way I didn't know that. So, right. but, it, but it was like, Patty Smith, the one that we're thinking is like P-A-T-T-I. Right. She's P-A-T-T-Y-S-M-Y-T-H. Okay. Smith. <sighs> And I'm like, okay, well, at least that makes sense. Because I was like, there's no fucking way that those two were married and I never heard of it. Like, Yeah. I'm yeah, going to so change my name to Anne, two N's and an E. And then my last name is going to be Hart, H-A-R-T, T. I'm going to change my name to Dan Van Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> and it is what it is you know what i mean it happens dan van halen would be a cool name actually it is it's a cool name, it's a cool name. <laughs> i'm changing my name i'm staging my stage name get i'm getting rid of the berg oh it would be so funny if i could edit the title under my name right now <laughs> oh wait i think you can right dan van halen what's up known to what's everybody as dan van <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is the new me. I'm reborn. DVH in the building. <laughs> Can I just do this from all my podcasts now on? It's just an inside joke. <laughs> all the music maniacs ones? Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, that would be so pretentious. I couldn't do I couldn't do that with straight face. Maybe for Patreon only ones. Yeah, yeah. But um What were we talking about? We were talking about music at some point, right? Yes, we were. It was uh John McEnroe, Eddie Van Halen. And the other guitarist. Yes, Clapton. Secrets. Um, I don't, you keep throwing this word out, like this name <laughs> out, like I'm supposed to know it or something. I don't get it. Maybe I'll look into it. All right, Maybe. check it out. We will hear from him, or about him at least. Yeah, so okay. that's the only tennis player that I had. I don't know if you had anyone else. I, I didn't really look too hard into it, but I saw that Maria Sharapova makes music. So, uh. He raps? Yes, I don't know if she's rapping, but uh. <laughs> um, Billie Jean King had there was a, also a song called Billie Jean. I don't know, maybe there's a connection there, maybe. Right? <laughs> Didn't people yeah. think when that song came out that it was about her or something? Uh, I heard maybe, that. Maybe, maybe I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I mean, uh, Maria Sharapova has enough songs to have a greatest hits album. That's what I just looked up. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, good for her. <laughs> Shit. I didn't know that. Shoot. Um, okay, so I want to bring up Ron Artest. Okay. 
AKA Meta World Peace. <gasps> yeah. AKA, I think he changed his name again recently. Really? To what? Something else World Peace. Oh my god. Because he still wants World Peace to be on the back of the jersey. <laughs> Let's take a little segue to talk about how fucking wild this guy is. Any, ever, anyone watching this, um, do you guys know about the Malice in the Palace? Because <laughs> if you don't, it is the wildest thing that's probably ever happened in professional sports. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, long story short, you know, Ron Artest, who was known at Ron Artest at the time, mm -hmm. he was on the Pacers, and somebody threw some shit at him. Yes. Like a beer. And he just went right <laughs> up in the stands after the guy. And he got the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the then the fucking both, all the athletes are fighting the fans. And yeah. it was crazy. Like, you would not want to be there. No, not at all. I mean, you could get hit with inciting a riot. Like, you're not oh even a rock God. star, Ron. Like, why You're not you even Axl Rose. Exactly. <laughs> Bill Burr has a great bit on the mouse in the palace, by the way. Really? I would want to yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah, you should go check that out. It's so yeah. fucking... This is, I don't want to ruin the bit, but it's like, yeah, you know, people always say to athletes, like, oh, why don't you come up here, you fucking loser? Why don't you come up here? <laughs> well, they went up there. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, go look man. up the Bill Burbit, because obviously he's way funnier than me. Oh, but, man, um, I do want to check it out. Yeah, so Ron Artest, um, Meta World Peace. By the way, oh, yeah, and then he changed his name after that to Meta World Peace because he wanted to promote peace. And he wanted World Peace to be on the back of his jersey after assaulting multiple people on national television. Yeah, um, making a career out of it. Ron, you're swinging the pendulums too far. Like, also, this is from in thing. the middle. World this... peace is for children to think, to dream of. Okay, <laughs> let's be real here, Ron. <laughs> um, one time, um, this was like years ago. Uh, my girlfriend was at the time was into this show. I don't. It was like it was it was like Big Brother or something, like Big Brother America. Yeah. And fucking Meta World Peace was on it. <laughs> the name. And I was like, I love this guy. <laughs> I'm like this. I was like. You know, she was trying to get me to watch the show. I wasn't really fucking interested, but then she they were le reading the list of people in the house. I was mm -hmm. like, they got fucking Metal World Peace? I'll watch for this. Because <laughs> this will be entertaining, whatever the fuck happens. The guy is funny. He's yeah. crazy, but he's funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, he's from Queensbridge. Yes. And if you know a little thing about Queensbridge, you'll know there's a lot of famous rappers that came out of there. Yeah. So fuck it. He's a, He's a famous guy. Mm -hmm. He's got some money. Why not make a song? Why not? Why not do it? Oh, my gosh. How come he didn't produce on uh, Nas's albums? Because <laughs> uh, Meta World Beat Producer had changed his name. <laughs> that, that was uh, an era in his life that had passed by the time Nas was, was blowing up. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah. So, sorry. Sorry, Nas. You didn't get to <laughs> experience that wave. <laughs> Oh my gosh! But yeah, he put out some music, put out a music video with some with some Queens Queensbridge rappers in it. Definitely. So go check that out if you want a good time. I mean, I I can't say he was particularly good, Maybe. but he wasn't the worst I've ever heard. Definitely not the worst I've ever heard. Uh, who would have thought? Who would have thought the years would pile up and there would be so many that would just get worse? Worse, worse than a baller. You rap worse than a baller as a rapper. Who would have thought you could actually say that to somebody? I Honestly, if I was a rapper, I would take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I, would work, I would work that into my brand. Yeah, because like back All then... All the ballers rap better than me. 
You know what I mean? And then you just own it, you know? You just own it. I mean, <laughs> wow. It. I mean, yeah. I feel like back then, like when they were making those albums, let's say like the Chris's and the Kobe's and all in the Ron's and everybody, it's like, if you told a rapper he rapped worse than a baller, he'd probably want to hang himself. Like, sorry for the sensitive. Quotes. I mean, if somebody said that to Biggie, they'd get stomped on. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. For real, right? Like mm-hmm. that would be that would be very disrespectful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you said if somebody said honestly, like if you went up to fucking I don't know who, like Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. you're like you know Shaq raps better than you. He'd be like, yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he wouldn't even be mad. He's like, yeah, well, I still got money, bitch. <laughs> you know, like that's what I would do, honestly. Probably, and it's just crazy. Um, was it you that told me that like Kevin Hart was like I thought I was rich? Until I started hanging out with athletes. <laughs> Kevin Hart, I love how this is branching into um, athletics and comedy, which mm-hmm. are, which I fucking am also very into. Yeah, Kevin there Hart are some comedians. Yeah, okay. His bit was like, I used to think that I had money. <laughs> then I started hanging out with athletes. And then he goes in this whole story about him and D-Way being friends and like they're in the club. And he's just like, oh, D-Wade buy bottles? I'm buying bottles. <laughs> D-Wade's getting this? I'm getting this. D-Wade's buying a boat? Uh, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't buy a boat. Uh, <laughs> I got to call. You see, the way my bank account is set up, I got I to gotta switch some things around, and then maybe I can get my own boat. It, it, yeah, but... Um, That's hilarious. D-Wade never rapped. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have something in the stash or something that but i don't he think so. better make some fucking kind of music like a miami song people go crazy i think so too people people in miami they would pay a lot of money to see d wade on stage do anything i believe it. that too. guy is the fucking hometown hero of hometown hero and he's not even from he's from chicago but <laughs> but everybody in miami loves that guy wow that's yeah. crazy yeah i don't think he did anything who else well i mean we didn't say kobe but we kind of did say kobe but kobe put out an album and uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. But uh, back then I was like, stop, Kobe. Everybody just stop this now. I was so like, why? Yeah, and it's funny. Well, it's funny because it kind of goes back to the the Iverson era thing. I feel like everybody was just trying to like hop on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Kobe wasn't really like Iverson was very hip hop, like just him as a person. Yeah. I feel like Kobe wasn't really like that. No, not at all. And not even like, I mean, I don't know what his personality was like, you know, when he was chilling and stuff like that. But like, he was never chilling. He was working all the time. right? As far as I know, he was was at the practice court at 4 a.m. every day. Yeah. He was like, like, that uh, dude doesn't chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kobe was like the nerd of it all. You know what I'm saying? And not derogatorily. Like, I'm not saying in a bad way. Just as far as like the focus. Yeah. Out of the squad, he was the nerd, you know? And it's just like hard for me to believe that he's going to start rapping now. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that was the whole Mamba mentality thing. Mm -hmm. And he, he always just talked shit about Shaq. He was Mm -hmm. like, he was like, man, if Shaq had even half the work ethic that I had, he would be the greatest player of all time. That's he, he said that to Shaq's face all the time. Like there's videos of it. He's like, if you worked harder, you would have been so fucking good, dude. Well, Shaq's all right, okay, because he's got the general insurance. Right? He is generally insured. <laughs> but Kobe has five rings and Shaq only has four, so that's never going to change. But that's if Shaq no- had worked as hard as Kobe, he would have five. <laughs> right, but he didn't. It's funny because uh, Kobe, 
I mean, obviously, I could talk about Kobe all day as well. He was so serious. You ever see the interview where they're up 2-0 in the finals? And um, some interviewer, Kobe's just on the podium like, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a good game. Next question. And one interviewer's like, Kobe, like, you don't seem very happy. Like, what's the deal? Like, you're up 2-0. He's just like, job finished? I don't think so. Like, like so, so fucking serious. Like, you've never seen somebody that fucking serious before. Wow. It's hilarious. Like, it's funny how intense it is. You know? Yeah, that seems pretty intense. Oh but that's gosh. why he's a, that's why he's a legend. World class. Okay. Let him know. You know who should have made an album? All the ball players that went over to the Olympics and kicked foreign ass in the 90s. There should have been an album coming out of that. The Dream Team album? The Dream Team. I would have heard Jordan should have hopped up on it. Pippin. Who else was there? So many people. Barkley. Barkley, Larry Bird. <laughs> there actually is a Converse commercial where Johnson, where Magic and Larry Bird are rapping. Really? Yeah. It's pretty lame. I'm sure. It's pretty lame. And it was done in the 80s? Oh, or, yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, the, you that. know, when Magic and Bird were the big thing. It was... Exactly. First of all, Magic doesn't strike me as the rapping type because of the <laughs> way he talks you know yeah it's just too much and larry larry's like what is this like i'm, I'm sure the paper there's was like, like what's the paycheck exactly <laughs> exactly i think dr j was in it too wow wow i'm gonna if i'm gonna find that i'll send that to you okay and Definitely i'll put three it icons. i'll put it in the link um if i could find it okay um but yeah it's funny and um <laughs> Who else? Tony Parker. Oh, really? Him the Frenchman. Too? No, listen to this. I didn't. I had no idea about this. He in France. He had put out music in French, and he had a song go number one. Really? In French. In, wow. in France, in the language of French. Whoa. Yeah, I had no fucking idea. Me neither. None. So good for him. I mean, I didn't listen to it. I don't know French. <laughs> I would have just been like, yeah, I guess it's Tony Parker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, whatever you say. But yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. He had Mom a number did. one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Um, yeah, who else? Who else should we hit up? I have here, uh, uh, I have Doug Flutie. <laughs> what? Only because Doug Flutie plays in a band with his brothers. He plays drums in the Flutie Brothers Band. Good for him. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I, I saw him as a guitar player for some reason. <laughs> but not. Maybe he can play a little guitar, but maybe he just plays drums in the band. Yeah, well, well, that kind of goes back to what we were saying. We said this in the drum podcast, I think, is that I feel like um, a drummer, the drummer of the band has to be the most athletic person in the band. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it is a very athletic thing to be a drummer. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, the band that I was in in Florida, our drummer was like you know he was like a jock you know and it, it totally made sense because i'm like yeah. i'm not that coordinated yeah 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 you yeah. know what i mean like straight yeah. up like i'm not even gonna like try to lie so it makes sense that a, a athlete would be a drummer yeah it does make sense now yeah now you put it together foot coordination hand coordination you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. strong core true true foundation <laughs> you sound like you're recruiting a guy <laughs> I like this what guy, Flutie. What you need is he's got a solid foundation. <laughs> he's got a good groove. 
and a and a foot like a fucking brick. <laughs> That's what you need. Um, did you ever see? There was a video actually of um, it was you ever you know um what sports sports science you ever see those on ESPN? Mm-hmm. There was a video of like comparing um a a drummer. I think it was fuck. It was a drummer from a famous band. I can't remember what band. It might have been the drummer from Poison. Okay. Comparing the hand speed of a drummer from Poison to like a professional boxer. Like the boxer would be like this, and uh-huh. the, the drummer was hitting the snare as fast as possible, and they were seeing who could do it more times in the same amount of time. Wow! And how'd that go? Like, I think the boxer won, but it was close. Oh man, Brett and the gang. <laughs> but it was very close. And don't quote me on that; it was poison. But it was somebody in a band that you definitely know. Okay. Okay. But damn, I got a lot of clips I gotta find for you. Well, I guess um, I don't know if that boxer would win against John Bonham. How about that? Well, what weight class were we talking? That's true. I mean, John wasn't a skinny guy. He's kind of stocky. No, he would he would have fucked someone up. Mm-hmm. And he liked to he you know he was into the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He liked. I, to, uh, he is not growl. a person you would have wanted to fight. No, no, I could just see him giving you a really hard time because I've seen him in interviews, so he's not necessarily very very talkative. You could tell he likes to show more than he likes to say. So yeah. I feel like that would translate into the fighting as well. <laughs> It just, how hard he hit the drums. Like, imagine if the snare drum was, like, your face. (laughs) Like, I don't want that for me. Imagine that's what he says. I'm going to break you like I break my snare drum. You see that broken snare drum? (laughs) You see that snare head I fucking beat to death? That's your face. (laughs) And I wasn't even trying for the accent there, but. um, That was New York. Yeah, I don't even know. (laughs) That was New York Bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's sometimes, sometimes you just got to be very New York Bottom with it. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I want to mention, we're going to, I'm going to MLB. Bernie Williams is a classically trained guitarist and has also collaborated with Bruce Springsteen and John Cicada. So. <laughs> okay, that's that's a pretty decent resume. That's amazing. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Me neither. Me neither. That's a good one. Like whoa. Um. Did you ever see Carl Lewis trying to sing the national anthem? I did. What year was that? Eighty-three. I don't uh, know. Did he crack something. some notes or something like that? It was bad, right? Wasn't it? It was really bad. Yeah, I think I've I seen think this on video. The announcer said something really... F- I think it was the announcer. He was like, yeah, there he is singing the um, the national anthem by Francis Scott off-key. <laughs> I was like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> wow. Why would they make him do it? He wanted. He was trying to be a singer, apparently. Oh. Like, it wasn't them. Hey, Carl, nobody's going to be like... If I'm putting on a game, right, and I need somebody to sing the national anthem, I'm not just going to go pick out the biggest athlete. Hey, why don't you come sing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he wanted to be in that position. You know, that's just uh, apropos, I think, for Carl Lewis. If there is an an athlete that's not down to earth, it would be Carl Lewis, among many. But he'd definitely be in there. So him and Dion should fight. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Dion needs to teach that guy a lesson. Teach him some humility, humility Dion. Oh, yeah. 
Go all prime time on his ass. <laughs> hey man, I'm not here to fight. <laughs> I'm too pretty to fight. <laughs> Isn't that that's totally something he would say, right? Definitely, definitely yeah, something he would say. I love it. Um, I think that's pretty much everyone I had that I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, I just put in that uh, Wayman Tisdale is an accomplished jazz bassist. I don't with, know who that is though. What sport was that? This is NBA. So oh. he was a basketball player and he played a three-time All-American and was at, oh, he's not really huge, 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 but he's from Fort Worth. Texas. Was he in the league? No, 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 no. Oh, he's okay. I was huge. like, I was like, I feel like I know most NBA players. <laughs> I was like, like, damn, when you guy? said basketball, I was like, oh, fuck, really? You're messing up, Dan. <laughs> That's Mr. Bonham to you? <laughs> Is that who you are now? Oh, you didn't see me change it when you were talking about him? <laughs> no, I was—I must have been reading. I, I oh, yeah. Switched. I subtly, when we were talking about New York Bottom, I subtly changed over. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, that would be funny if you kept changing last names throughout a podcast. Every time we do a podcast, we have a different name. Yeah. <laughs> you keep changing it. Um, yeah, I'm going through my stuff here. I think that's everybody. That's all the people I wanted to mention. I'm seeing them go by. Yeah, that's it. I have a note. We were talking about. I have a note that Macho Man Randy Savage did some kind of music as well, but I didn't get a chance to check it out. Me neither. And I love the Macho Man. But it's like I was saying before. Like I don't see any reason why every superstar professional wrestler shouldn't try to do that. Because <laughs> you have a you have a huge advantage. Oh yeah. Compared to other so athletes, because mm -hmm. like. Even think about Dion, like what he's doing, what he does. He's not, he doesn't have a microphone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's just on the field fucking making people look stupid. Yeah. But if you're a wrestler, like half of the entertainment is you talking to the crowd. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I'll talk about this again. I was talking about this earlier, but like when Stone Cold, his fucking crowd work was insane. I'm the way sure. you know, you know, the what thing? Yeah. Like what else was his tag, though, back in the day? What did he used to say all the time? And that's the bottom line. Okay. Because Stone Cold said, said so. so. Okay, okay, okay. Cracks yeah. two beers. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he used to do this thing where he would literally say a line, and then the whole arena would go, what? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. And then it would he would literally just get into a rhythm where it's almost like the whole arena was providing the beat for his speech. <laughs> that's like, awesome. Like, it's actually insane. He'd be like, when I woke up this morning, what? I drank two beers, what? Then I had two margaritas, what? And then he would just be bouncing back and forth between the whole crowd. It's insane. I've never seen such... It literally made me think of, like, Freddie Mercury. That's awesome. Yeah. Ew. It, it was literally some shit like that. Yeah, I'm sure. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. And he was so huge. Um, he missed a boat, Steve. Okay. <laughs> messed up what because he's not as big of a star as the rock is no he missed the boat because he didn't write that album he didn't drop oh. that hot 16 oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he you could have won the vanguard award the other night no i'm just kidding <laughs> isn't it wild though how the rock went from that to being the biggest movie star in the world i know i know that is insane like he came the fuck up and it's not like he wasn't big before he was huge as a wrestler, though. I mean, my God. And, I mean, I feel like that was the only natural transition. Because who, I mean, some of the wrestlers transitioned into actors, but it wasn't that huge. Like, you know what I mean? To have, like, a lengthy career and now be called, like, Dwayne Johnson. And you're not yeah. even pretty really known as The Rock anymore. And you know the studio, that's because of the studios. 
Oh, like Vince owns the name? No, no, no. Like the movie studios, when, when The Rock was branching out and getting into the movies, they were like, we don't want you like associating with that. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And so for years, like, he really didn't like talk about like wrestling like at all. Like he was just trying to be Dwayne Johnson. He wasn't okay. trying to be The Rock. Okay. And then after he got big enough, he, he just kind of had the power where he went back and started doing wrestling events again. And now he'll show up every now and then. Mm-hmm. And that's fun to see because whenever he shows up, it's like he's clearly in his element. Yeah. Do you think Hulk Hogan is punching the air right now? Don't even get me started on Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know, he lived where I'm from. Yeah, I watched uh, and, when they were on reality TV. I was watching. And that shit. And he had he had a bar called Hogan's. that was like right by the airport. That was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was like right in between the bridge, the airport. And it was like right on the water. Okay. And did I tell you his son mooned me once? Really? Yeah, well, not just me, like my whole group of friends. Yay. <laughs> Thankfully, not just you. That would have been weirder if it was just me. <laughs> that fucking guy. Wait, did I really? Did I never tell you this? Never told me this. Oh, yeah, so the Hogans, everyone in Clearwater obviously knows, well, everyone knows the fucking Hogans, but especially in Clearwater, like everyone knows that they're around. Mm-hmm. There's like a statue of him on Clearwater Beach now. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the man's a legend. You got to give it to him. <laughs> he is a legend. It's just so funny because he has a store like Hogan's on Clearwater Beach and there's just a big statue of him in front. <laughs> Not, no humility at all. No low key at all. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. But one day we're at the beach. And we see um, Nick Hogan, like, walking, like, behind us. And we all just yell. We're like, oh, shit, Nick Hogan! And then literally, like, without even stopping his stride, like, he kept walking and just pulled his pants down without stopping walking. <laughs> and then just pulled him back up. Like, he, could, he couldn't even be bothered to actually, like, stop and moon us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was already kind of sagging his pants when he was walking. So yeah. then he just pulled him all the way down <laughs> while he was still walking and then pulled him back up. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> And we were just like, oh, okay, I guess he doesn't want to talk to us. <laughs> He's not in a mood. And yeah. He went through a lot, though. Wasn't a lot going on with him, though? That was, like, right end? after his friend died in the car accident. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. Or, no, got paralyzed, sorry. He didn't die, I don't think. But, yeah, that was a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knew where their house was and shit. Oh, man. That's back in, I mean, I don't want to say it was the safer times, but unfortunately, it kind of was, like, safer times. Like, nobody was hacking houses and shit like that, but... Nah, because you're not going to do that to Hulk Hogan's house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because just now when I said that, I was like, yeah, everybody knew where his house was. I'm like, that's kind of crazy. Like, don't you think you would get robbed? And then I'm just like, ah, you got to be a special kind of crazy to be like, yo, you know where Hulk Hogan is? Yeah. Let's fucking go. Exactly. Because you know that dude, not only is he Jack, he's de- he lives in Florida. He's got hella guns. Of course. Of course. No one's going to be like, oh, this would be a great idea. It's like the motherfuckers that try to rob Dr. Dre's house. Yeah. What happened to them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 187. No. <laughs> not a motherfucking cop. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, Hulk Hogan, we translate transition to somebody who's not a musician at all but yeah what do we do how do we get to no this? no but there was there was a wwf rap song i'm almost positive about this i'm i'm like 94 percent sure i believe there was a wwf rap song involving like junkyard dog like it was all the old school people like you know the chic was there like it was crazy Roddy piper <laughs> of course like of course he was there he's so uh 
wrestler turned actor for a little bit. But yeah, like John Hulk Cena. Hogan, John, John Cena. Cena is another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John oh, well, one. he actually had music out. That's true. He put out fucking a lot of rap albums, didn't he? He definitely did. At least did. one or two. I mean. And there was a big, uh, a girl from South Africa, there was a huge song that I was using in my um, Zumba class, and it was about John Cena, and it was like called John Cena. And then after she ended up performing on some show in America, and she got to meet John Cena on the show, so it was like a whole big thing, and then she oh, taught him to dope. dance and everything, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of heartwarming. Yeah, 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 it's pretty awesome. Well, that's she, cool. Yeah, yeah, she, she lost her shit when he walked out. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's a legend too. Yeah, definitely another legend. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna look up that uh, WWE. It was WWF at that time, so I'm definitely gonna look up that that uh, rap thing because it does yeah. kind of translate. I mean, Brooke Hogan is not an athlete, but you know she's the daughter of an athlete who tried to have an album at one point in her career. So maybe it is relative. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get into that. We don't talk about the Hogans because of Brooke. Okay. <laughs> exactly. But, what about um, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's bleach blonde hair made you feel like he didn't want to be seen at all with big statues and uh, big I will, signs? <laughs> I will say that he probably has the greatest, talking about music, he probably has the greatest theme music of any wrestler. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a real American. That shit bangs, okay? <laughs> when you hear that song, you're like, shit is going down. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about somebody who at one point had the whole United States in the palm of his hand. Okay, He's a national treasure. <laughs> Absolutely. He was in Rocky. Yeah, definitely. But, but now this is turning into a Hulk Hogan podcast. We don't I know. Yeah, yeah, we're getting out of control. <laughs> do, do we have any other people that we should bring up before we, we sign off? No, no, no other people. Yeah, I'm going to check my, my little list. I, I just think... went through... I think I hit everyone that I wanted to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. All right, so thanks. This has been a wild ride. <laughs> thanks for putting up with our bullshit. We hope you guys uh, appreciate it. If you made it to this point in the episode, tell a friend. Tell them about the podcast. It's the Please. best thing you could do. Spread <laughs> spread the word, you know. Yeah. Word of mouth is still pretty much the most important thing in any kind of marketing. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really change, you know. Yeah. If your friend tells you that something's good, you're going to believe it a lot more than a random ad on Facebook. It's true. It's true. So yeah, be a friend and tell people about the podcast. Please <laughs> and, do. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I guess uh, we'll see you around. See you guys. <laughs>